Hey everybody, this is Senior Pastor Joshua B. Carson saying thank you for tuning into the CT Podcast. We hope that your time here, whether you're driving down the road or whether you're sitting at home with a journal and listening in, we hope that it's effective. Maybe it'll be inspirational, encouraging, maybe it'll be thought-provoking. Regardless of what session you're listening to, we truly pray that this is a benefit to you and to your family. God bless and enjoy the podcast. I feel the Lord in this place, Uh, but I will let you know if you are not aware of this and maybe you haven't tuned in to this, there is spiritual warfare taking place in the house tonight. I'm telling this for the sense of education in case you think, man, it's good, but something is just a little bit, what is, um, we're handling content tonight that is very critical for tearing the devil's kingdom down. And the enemy would like for us not to receive and not to respond and not to hear. But the devil is a liar and the father of every lie. And God is going to help us in this house tonight. And I want to be very intentional when I begin. But before that, Before I begin to preach here tonight, I want us to lift our voices all over this room. And I think you might really just help with a breakthrough right now if you're able to lift your hands. And not because it is tradition or custom, but as a sign of surrender unto the Lord. And by that sign of surrender, would you let it also be the sign of victory right now? I'm asking for hundreds of people at the same time to all begin to pray. Lord, let your will be done. Lord, let there be victory in this house. I pray great liberty in the name of the Lord. I pray for great liberty in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody say, let it be. Let it be in the name of the Lord. I want to be very intentional tonight um, from the very beginning and tell you my topic. And I will go through a series of texts here in only a moment. But my assignment, and I will then have our family ministries director, Brother Hauk, come after myself. And we will both be sensitive on our time, but I want to let you know that we are working tonight to guard hearts by guarding eyes. We need it like we've never needed it before. I am aware that there are younger individuals in the room and we will be extremely sensitive, but I want everybody in this room to hear me right now. Don't you let anything that's said tonight be used by the enemy to bring offense into your spirit. Because the enemy is not being casual about marketing to our children. He's not. Say, Pastor, you should have used that on a Wednesday night. No. Tonight, the entire body. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. 
I speak to you tonight with three hearts that I am working to guard. Three hearts. Everyone say three hearts. I want to help guard your heart. I want to help guard the heart of your spouse or your future spouse. For some of you, I'm speaking prophetically. But the third and what I would consider the most important heart that I'm endeavoring to guard tonight is the heart of Christ. I don't want to be guilty of crucifying him afresh. I want to honor God with my lifestyle. We will accomplish this task tonight by evaluating both scriptures and statistics. And then we're going to consider why it's necessary and how to do it. Tell me the why, Pastor, but tell me how. We've got a lot of people talking about the what, the why, but we've got to come up with a plan on the how. I wish good intentions got good actions done. But don't we know in this house, in order for us to accomplish it, we've got to know how to accomplish it. I leaned over to Brother Hauk as I was getting started tonight, and I recognized that the, the crowning humiliation of Samson, the crowning humiliation of Samson is when they gouged out his eyes, those Philistines that would make sport of him. His hair is gone. His dream is gone. His girls are gone, and now his vision is gone. And yet the truth is, what I told Brother Hauk, is that if he would have had an accident when he was younger and lost those eyes a long time ago, his life would have looked a lot different. He didn't have a strength problem. He didn't have a looks problem. He had an eyes problem. And his eyes problem led to an action problem. I turn your attention first to Proverbs chapter 4. Those that take notes, I'll ask you to mark every scripture that we share tonight. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 23. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Everyone say heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health unto all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. It is in the gospel of Matthew in the fifth chapter, verse 27, 28, and 29. Ye have said, or ye have heard, that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you, that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her, hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. And if thy right eye, Samson, offend thee, pluck it out, cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. How many believe that there is nothing worth our soul? Come on, I know that's old fashioned, but it's still right. There's nothing worth our soul. Jump one chapter forward to the sixth chapter of Matthew, verses 22 and 23 say, The light of the body is the eye. 
If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. For if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. I want everyone in the room to hear me. You can't let it get in your eyes and not expect it to get in your heart. Male, female, young, middle, old. Your marriage does not qualify you to watch anything. For a simple illustration of the difference between having and doing, I would show you the image of the individual on the screen behind me. I've worked in jobs where I was grilled about safety glasses and what you had to wear to protect your eyes. And yet here is the very real illustration of unfortunately how not just our world, but too many in the church are living. We have the right stuff. We have the right knowledge we just do not use it properly. I would tell you, we've got to use it correctly. I say a statement that I hope finds its way past your ears and into your mind and makes the 12-inch journey to your heart. That the viewing of illicit content, and you know what I mean when I speak of adult content, illicit and explicit content, you know what that means, and I'm guarding ears, but I'm speaking intentionally when I tell you it is an attack against God's design of intimacy. And some can remember the days where you had to walk down and suffer through the embarrassment of walking into a grocery store or a gas station and, and trying to go into a certain section. No more is that the necessity. But they are force-feeding it to our children and they are laying snares for every man, and yea, verily, every woman under the sound of my voice. You didn't ask for it, but you got it. If you're a creative, you understand. If you use the internet, you understand. Say, well, Pastor Carson, I've got a flip phone. Do you have a flip TV? Probably need to flip it. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 Verses 18 through 20 say, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not. We always quote these, but we don't quote that verse before. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price, Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And I know hell hates what I'm doing tonight, but I'm going to speak into this atmosphere and serve hell. Notice this is God's church. These are God's people. We have been purchased with the blood of Jesus. But allow me, if you will, to share some statistics with you as a part of this wise segment of our service here tonight. In a Barna research, which does great research for churches, 
This was the question on whether or not viewing illicit content was wrong. One in two adults say there's nothing wrong with it. And two out of every three youth and young adults say there's nothing wrong with it. That's a problem. Do you, how many remember? We're only a handful of years removed when from even the most vile didn't dare talk about it, much less embrace it or promote it. 54% of illicit content users say it doesn't really bother them. That means 54% are lying through their teeth. But the problem is when you get to a place where that the lie is truth. Boy, I feel my help. I feel the Holy Ghost. When the lie has become your truth, 40 million U.S. adults regularly visit illicit internet sites. 27% of young adults surveyed said that they first viewed illicit content before puberty. That's why I wanted your children in here tonight, and I want us to hear this as a family. We cannot just put anything on and let the screen become the babysitter and think that Hollywood and Disney and everything else is not pushing. There is an agenda of sin in the world and we've got to guard the eyes of our family. Twenty-seven percent before they hit puberty. If that doesn't sicken you, you need a good prayer meeting. That makes me mad. Makes me want to fight. You want to know why so many kids in the world today question their identity? The hometown I grew up in. Hometown I grew up in. Twenty-seven hundred people in Central Illinois. A teacher was just sued. Because of the curriculum in her room where she handed out books to the class for those young kids to learn how to have gender same relations. If that don't bother us in the church. Somebody told me, Pastor, I don't know how long you're going to be able to preach like that. Somebody told me that. Said, I don't know how long you got. Well, I'm going to preach it while I got the microphone. We got to guard our families. They want your kids. They want your husband. They want your wife. They want you. Are they three years old? They want them. Are they five? They want them. You realize that they've tried to introduce Drag story time. Can't get permits to build churches. I'm going to kick the teeth out of the devil. I'm, I'm going to do everything I can. Worried about whether we can get the permits to build houses of worship while there's drags. We got to be tuned into this reality. Fathers, Every father in this room, you listen to me. You better validate your children or the world will. 
validate your children or the world will. You better tell your children that they're beautiful, that they're handsome. Mom's the same. My, my, my wife, where's my wife? She did such an amazing job on Mother's Day talking to them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna address one thing. I'm just I'm gonna add to your message just a little bit with or without permission. Moms, don't you make your kids feel self-conscious? Don't be putting them on crazy diets, trying to live up to some false airbrushed reality of some sensual promoted world. I think we need to do things in moderation, but here's what we need to do. We need to teach our young men how to be men and our young ladies how to be ladies. I don't want the latest popular sitcom raising our teens. I want to talk to you for a second. Young people, I want you to listen to me. I'm not your youth pastor, but I am your pastor. I want you to listen to me right now. If your favorite show is the same as some group of kids that don't have the Holy Ghost, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's creeping into the church and I'm sounding the alarm. I'm sounding the alarm. Lift your hands with me and say, God, give us victory in the church. Somebody shout amen. Amen. 64%, maybe see, 64% of 13 to 24 year olds look at illicit content on a weekly basis. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's 10 people, that means you got a higher chance of picking one of them. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I don't, I don't, I, I. It's true. Private data shows. It's true. 20% of men, 13% of women admit to accessing illicit content at work. I put that slide and that statistic in here only to show that's what addiction looks like. You remember, right? It used to be the people that had to sneak out of work so that they could, their nicotine addiction, they just, they just need 10 minutes in there. I'm not taking shots at anybody. I got people that I know are called to ministry that have been fired from jobs. You know, we really shouldn't talk about that stuff in the church. We better talk about this stuff in the church. We better talk about this stuff in the church. Women and men. <clears throat> Saying that again, let that just stay there for a second. Women and men. Nearly half of young people seek out Illicit content, adult content, that's a nice way of saying vile content, weekly or more often. And I'm going to tell you the true number, daily. It's daily. Because once you're addicted, you're addicted. 
And I know there's people in this room right now and you're feeling the weight of conviction. I got good news for you. We're not just going to talk about the why. We're going to talk about the how. We're going to talk about the how. I wouldn't feel confident to speak on this tonight if I didn't know that there was a how. This church has been working on the how. Praise God. Based on the survey, teens and young adults consider not recycling more immoral than viewing that content. You don't tell me that, don't, <laughs> their agenda's been pushed real well. They've done real well. When even in the church, for someone to say something about homosexuality or lesbianism, and somebody in the youth group or one of the young adults is like, I don't think you should probably talk about. Now, I'm not taking shots at our kids at all. These are great, incredible kids. But I'm telling you right now, it is a pervasive thought in the culture of our day. And while we are living in this world, I remind us we are not of this world. Let's talk about another one. 66%, 66% of teens and young adults have received a sexually explicit image. 41% have sent one. I'm a daughter of kids, or I'm a, I have a father of a daughter, and, I, and I'm a I'm a father of sons, and I'm going to tell you the same. And I'm sorry for my kids. I'm sorry sometimes as a dad being a pastor, but I'm going to say something. You send those pictures to our young people, young adults, adults alike. Better guard what you're being. Better guard what somebody sends to you. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it here right now. Illicit material and images that you should not receive, they often start by less invasive imagery. Put them under terminology like soft. More than half of Christian youth pastors have had at least one teen come and tell them, I'm dealing with this addiction for over a year. Pastor Matthews, you know it's the truth. It's the truth. What does that mean? That you're a dirty kid? That you're a no, it means you're human in a in a world that is wicked. And it's promoting this, but it's not just men. 17% of all women struggle with this addiction. Teenage girls and young women are significantly more likely to seek out this content than women over the age of 25. You better hear me right now. We are raising a cinematic online generation and we've got to know what's coming through phones and iPads and laptops and iMacs and everything else. I didn't know the internet could do that. Well, it's time to wake up. Again, it's not just men. 70% of women admit to keeping their cyber activity secret. I addressed this when I preached about we will not bow, but I'm going to say it quickly uh, before my time evaporates here tonight, and that is this. You don't need to be in any private chat meetings. You don't need to be in any... Spouses, let me talk to you right now. If we want our children to be pure... We got to work to be pure. Amen. One of three visitors of all adult websites is a woman. Women favor chat rooms twice as much as men because women chat twice. (laughs) 
Did you hear that one solo amen? That was a guy's voice. Did you hear that? But I want to debunk this thought that it's just guys with a problem. And I know there are some elders in this room that you're baffled by this. It bothers you. It bothers your heart. It bothers your your ears. And I'm telling you, it should. But ignoring is not fixing. Romans chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Well, God knows my heart. He knows I want to do better. No, Paul said, God forbid. Psalm 141, 8 and 9. But mine eyes are unto thee, O God. The Lord in thee is my trust. Leave not my soul destitute. Keep me from the snares which they have laid for me. Here's the deal. Not one man, not one woman in this, in this room. Not one of you in this room. I don't think anyone here has the desire to sin but your flesh has the proclivity to sin. And here's the worst part. They have laid a snare for us. Everybody take your phone out and hold it up. Look at this. You know what would be amazing, Paul? I'm not going to do this because it would start fights in families. But if I'd ask everyone without a phone to stand right now, it would be the minute fraction of this audience, mainly based on age. And I'm telling all of you parents in front of your young children, and if you think this is pastoral overreach, you do whatever you want. It's your family. But I'm going to tell you right now, our young little kids don't need a phone. I'm serious. They don't. They don't need a cell phone. Whether they like it or not, We don't need five-year-olds walking around getting on content. They got no bit. The enemy has laid a snare for your children. Again, again, if that's too strong, I'm not, I'm not parent, you parent, and I'm going to honor how you parent, but honor within, honor within the parameters of this book. Does everybody agree that there is a why? There is a devastating why. I want every married man in this room to hear me right now. He wants your eyes. He wants your marriage. The enemy wants you. Every married woman in this room, look at me, because it's not just for singles. Every married woman, he wants your eyes. He wants your marriage. He wants you to become a train wreck so that your kids are caught in the wake of that. There is a why, but I'm thankful to tell you there is a how. First and foremost, it is through the power of the Holy Ghost, through genuine repentance, and he whom the Son has set free is free indeed. But listen to me. In order for us to live spiritual, we've got to also live practical. That didn't get a hearty amen, so I'm going to say it one We've got to have practical. Brother Hauk, we've worked hard to come up with the practicality of how we can do this and how we can guard devices in our home. I don't think we're going to run aisles, but we might save some families. Come, talk to us tonight about the how. Let's, yes, let's give him a hand as he comes. Thanks. How many are thankful for a pastor that will speak truth? 
That was not, that was not an easy task. He was fighting every demon in hell up here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of That's good. Let's just worship him for a minute together. Jesus, we love you. God, we want to be pure in our hearts, God. We want our homes to be pure, Jesus. Oh, God, we don't want to set any evil things before our eyes, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You may be seated. It's such an honor for my wife and I to serve this amazing church. And listen, we are, as a lot of you know, we have seven children of our own. And we are right in the thick of it with each and every one of you. And so it's an honor to serve. It's an honor to be here tonight. And we're just going to walk through uh, some good, like Pastor said, practical advice on how we accomplish what Pastor Carson just spoke about. I know we all have this innate sense in us that uh, there are these dangers in the digital space. We talked about the illicit content. We talked about some self-harm ideations and some uh, uh, maybe even online bullying. And, and uh, there's just all these things. There's a litany of opportunities for unhealthy content to come into our homes and to start uh, wreaking havoc in our, in our homes and with our children. But uh, I just want to tell you that this is the battle that we must fight. We have to pick up the weapons that we have, and we have to fight this battle. We either succumb to the temptations and bring destruction on our homes, or we fight. And I can tell you, if I'm the only one, for my family, we will fight. Unfortunately, uh, there's no single you know, giant toggle switch that we can just flip, and all of a sudden we have uh, safe internet. There's no magic bullet that we can fire at all of the, uh, of the things that the enemy would throw at us. There's, there's no magic button that, that just we can push and all of that illicit content disappears. Uh, but it most certainly is not hopeless. Uh, this situation that we have to live with, uh, it, it's, it's not something that we can't overcome. And there are tools that we can use. On the contrary, there are uh, some very powerful and effective things that you can do. We're going to go through some of those things tonight. Uh, we're guarding our hearts by guarding our eyes tonight. And, and the eyes of our children, the eyes of our young people, it's worth, it's worth doing these things to care for them. So in the next few minutes, I'll be walking through a four-part digital protection circle. Uh, I'll introduce each one of them and then provide specific product recommendations that you uh, can implement in your family so that you know exactly what to do leaving here. There'll be no questions. You'll know exactly what to do. And we're so thrilled and thankful to be able to bring this to you tonight. I'll also be telling you about a very, very exciting partnership that Calvary Tabernacle has formed. Uh, and this partnership will literally, and I'm not, I'm not just exaggerating this, it will literally put digital superpowers in your hand before you leave the building tonight. Okay, so with the Lord's help, let's just go ahead and dig in. So the first and arguably most powerful thing that you can do to guard your digital space is to get an internet router with high levels of parental controls. 
an internet router with high levels of parental controls. Your, your router is kind of like the digital doorway to your home. It's the distribution center for all of those ones and zeros that fly through the air and, and connect all of your devices to the internet. And, uh, you know, here, here's a little illustration on how to think about your router. Uh, think of it as uh, the front door of your home. The, the more secure the front door, the safer everyone is inside, right? If we put up a screen door, that, that may be easy to install, but it allows all sorts of things from the outside to pass through the screen. It also doesn't do a very good job at keeping the intruders at bay. Anybody that would try to come in and harm your family, a screen door is pretty easy with a razor blade to cut and walk right through. On the contrary, uh, if you take a look at a good, strong, sturdy steel door, uh, it's very, very good at keeping out all those external toxins. It's very, very good at, at uh, keeping out someone with ill intent on your home. And, and so the, the router, if you think about it in that way, does this make sense? The router is the front door uh, of your home in a digital sense. So the decision of what kind of door that you put on your home, the decision of what kind of digital door you put on your home is completely yours. Completely yours. You can have the screen door and let everything and anything in, or you can get that steel door. Uh, that doorway uh, not only protects your family, but uh, listen to this. It protects anyone who connects to your home Wi-Fi. All right? So, friends, school friends, neighborhood kids that come over. It, it offers protection in so many ways. Uh, and all of a sudden, they're playing by your rules in your home. So, parents, uh, display that Wi-Fi password prominently. Catch what I'm saying? All right. Um, we can't overstate the value of having a router with strong parental controls. It's so, so vitally important. So here we go. Here's our first recommendation. The router that Calvary recommends is called Griffin. And it looks like Gryphon or Griffin, or I couldn't figure out how to go, go figure out how to say that, but it's Griffin. Griffin has the most complete parental controls of any router that, were, uh, that was tested by our digital protection partner. It provides protection against uh, screen time addictions, illicit websites, inappropriate content, hackers, and personal privacy threats. And it does all this while delivering lightning fast connection speeds that we all love. So um, this is such an important part of that circle of digital protection. On uh, the next quadrant of the circle is device parental controls. Every single device that we have has some level of parental controls built in. Uh, the manufacturers put them on there. They've gotten pressure to put them on there. Unfortunately, it takes pressure for them to put them on there, but they, they have, and, and we're thankful for that. Phones and tablets and computers, uh, gaming systems, uh, handheld gaming system, all of them have some level of built-in parental controls. And, and the best part of this particular part is that uh, you don't have to pay anything extra for it. They're already on board your devices, so use them. <laughs> They're there. Get to know them. Learn them. See what you can, see what the buttons do. Flip a few switches and see what happens when, when you in, in activate some of those features. 
Um, every device is different though. Of course, um, you know, iOS, there's screen time. On Android, they have family talk. Um, and each device has uh, its own unique abilities. And uh, it's incredibly, incredibly important to use those parental controls effectively. Um, and, and some are better, better than others, I have to say. There are some things that I really wish that iOS had that it doesn't. Some things that Android, I wish it had, but it doesn't. But we have to use those to the fullest extent. I remember how I said earlier that there's really no, uh, no big button that we can push to safe internet. Well, it's true here. None of those devices have any of those buttons, but we can use them to the fullest extent. So they're not the be all end all, but we need to use them for sure. So that leads us now to the third quadrant of our digital protection circle. And this is super important. And I'm going to slow down here because this is quite possibly, uh, the router is extremely important. Um, the, the parental controls on the devices are extremely important. But this part right here, if you catch anything, catch this. Uh, we want to recommend the use of filtering software. So your router offers protection to you uh, when you're connected to your Wi-Fi in your home. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't spend every waking moment connected to my Wi-Fi in my home. Neither do my children, neither does my wife. We are out and about in this world, right? So what we're talking about here is what is guarding us? What is protecting our devices uh, when we are connected through cellular connections? Um, this is where the filtering software becomes so incredibly crucial. Filtering software, it's like a, a mobile force field of sorts that can be installed on your devices and it it uses some very detailed algorithms. It's really, really actually quite interesting how it works. It, it, uh, it, it can filter out the things uh, that you don't want and allow the things through that are good. There are good things that we want to be able to access, but we want to be able to filter the bad things and protect our eyes while protecting our hearts. Um, in addition to the filtering activity, the best software will also uh, send alerts to parents or accountability partners to any attempt to access illicit content. So that then you can uh, take that alert and you can have a conversation uh, and, and you can talk about uh, what, what, what had happened and, and what you can do to avoid the unsafe behavior in the future. And, and this is a really key point. The communication piece is so incredibly vital. It's crucial to creating an environment of digital trust in your families. And that's what we're after. We want an environment of digital trust in our families. So that communication piece is so, so vital. Having these important discussions with your young people, your spouse, it just builds the relational bond that, that uh, it's a powerful weapon in the fight for digital protection. It's really not hyperbole at all when I say that sitting down and talking with your family and having clear expectations with your children and your family members and your spouse about how we use the internet, it will exponentially increase your chance of success. So have those conversations. And good filtering software will help you accomplish this. So here's what we recommend. We recommend a software called Bark. 
Bark is the gold standard when it comes to parental monitoring. Uh, with alerts that uh, they feature callouts for the specific type of content that was attempted. Uh, it, it monitors messaging apps, social media sites, uh, streaming platforms. It's a comprehensive filtering tool that every parent should have in their tool belt. And one of the best features is that when you receive an alert, Bark will give you articles and resources, and it will help prepare you for discussing the alert with your child so that you feel really confident that you're going to approach that topic in an appropriate way that, again, builds the digital trust. And we just can't recommend uh, highly enough this company, Bark. I know many, many of our leaders here at Calvary use it. Uh, many families already use it. It's, it's a great, great resource for you in, in this space. Okay, there's three of four. I now hasten on to the fourth part that completes this digital protection circle. And that's a solid accountability tool. This component is the final safety net. So if something should happen to somehow weasel its way through the router and through the device parental controls and through the filtering software, you've got this, the accountability tool, the accountability software. And, and it's going to basically create an instant alert to that parent or that accountability partner. Uh, and it's going to prompt them to reach out and say, hey, what are you doing right now? What's going on? Uh, as a matter of fact, um, as we were preparing this past week for, for this service tonight, <laughs> Pastor Carson's laughing. He's knowing where I'm going here. Uh, we have an, an awesome uh, IBC intern. He and his sister are here, Brother Alberto Ayala. And um, Pastor Carson asked us to open up our computers, and he said, give me some statistics uh, for how people are uh, accessing illicit content. So, of course, we started doing some searching. And all of a sudden, Brother Alberto's phone lit up. And he kind of chuckled, and he looked down. And he said, well, my accountability partner just said, what are you doing online right now? <laughs> It's awesome, Pastor. It was instantaneous. It was that fast. And, and, and he, was, he was doing something legitimate, working for the kingdom. We were all rolling up our sleeves, working on this project together. But uh, praise God, he is ahead of the curve, and he had that accountability software on his phone, and it worked. And he was, of course, able to tell him what, was, what we were doing. And so it's such a powerful weapon in the fight for digital protection. You know, there's, there's quite a few options in this space. You can do some research if you'd like and see which one might work out best for you. But we're trying to do a lot of the work for you, trying to take the guesswork out. And one of the uh, tools that's available on the market that is a really, really wonderful uh, piece of software, we, I know a lot of the leaders, again, here use it at Calvary. We also use it in our recovery counseling situations. It's called Accountable to You. Accountable to You uh, has very precise algorithms that work silently in the background. Um, it keeps you safe while not hindering the full use of your device. It's a great tool that we recommend, and Accountable to You is just, uh, we recommend it with, with our full confidence. So there you go. Those are the four parts of the digital circle of protection. But how do we tie all this together? How do we pull these things into, uh, into one uh, cohesive unit? And, and how do we have the resource to know how to actually implement 
these solutions within our families? Well, admittedly, it, it really can seem overwhelming. And uh, if you're not tech savvy, um, you, you might be feeling a little intimidated right now. And that's okay. Because guess what? We've got, we've got you covered. We've got you covered. I mentioned earlier that Calvary's partnered with uh, an organization that uh, will help guide us through this battle. And I'd like to introduce you to them now. It's called Protect Young Eyes. Has anybody ever heard of Protect Young Eyes? Let me see a show of hands if anybody's ever heard. Wow, excellent. I'm thrilled to introduce you to this amazing organization. Protect Young Eyes is the leading organization in the cultural battle against online sexual exploitation and in creating safer digital spaces through countless efforts, including um, initiating and maintaining ongoing contact with legislatures, Protect Young Eyes has championed improvements in online safety that are helping in real and meaningful ways. Let me say that we've done a lot of research, worked really hard for a very long time, more than six months, on this very thing, on this very night. And we found no other organization that's doing more at higher levels to shift our culture toward a safer and more wholesome online environment than Protect Young Eyes. We're honored and excited that we've formed this partnership and we're excited to bring their expertise to the families of Calvary Tabernacle. So, Brother Hauk, what are you saying? <laughs> How does all this work? What does this look like? Well, I'm glad you asked the question. We've contracted with PYE in two very specific and exciting ways. And the first is called Protect. It's an app for your phone. It's called Protect. Before the pandemic, we did hundreds of presentations all over the country. So we went all in on building the Protect app to help parents, even though we couldn't gather together. The Protect app is a one-stop shop for questions about technology. You're going to have four different options across the bottom. The first is trends. What's recently changed in the app and in the digital world. The next tab will be 500 mini lessons on all the different topics that parents typically have questions on. The third tab is our grow tab, and that's where parents will find videos that they can sit down and watch with their kids. And then the final tab is settings. There's a toggle for language and a faith-based toggle where they can turn on scripture-based lessons. And I think that's so important because it helps to see that our faith life is entwined with all that we do and we really want to form our children well. Now, the premium version of this app, um, it's, it's an exceptionally powerful tool for your tool belt. Uh, it'll inform you on how to navigate through the digital space. You saw some snapshots of it up there. Um, Protect Premium has a $4 a month uh, subscription fee. Now, I recognize that for uh, some folks, $4 a month may not sound like anything at all. Uh, and then for others, $4 a month is maybe not doable. Uh, we understand that. But at Calvary, we want to remove as many barriers as possible to help set your family up for a win. So tonight I'm very, very excited and pleased and I honor Pastor Carson for making this decision that tonight we're going to gift every Calvary Tabernacle member a free one-year subscription to the Protect app using the promo code shown on the screen behind me. And uh, we're very, very excited. This is the digital superpower that I told you about at the beginning of the service. 
that you'll walk out of here. You can download this app today. You can go to the app store. You can go to Google Play. You can download this app right now. I won't be offended if you get out your phone right now and you go to your app store and you download that and you enter this promo code. I've used this now for a few months and it's exceptional. It's very, very good. Please, please take this home. Use it. Work through it. It's an exceptionally great tool. Secondly, I'm very pleased and excited to announce that a Protect Young Eyes representative uh, will be coming to Calvary for a full on-site training event on Sunday, October 15th of this year. This is going to be a can't-miss event at Calvary. You're really going to want to be here. Uh, in fact, uh, a few weeks ago, we had Pastor Luke Levine from the sanctuary of Quad Cities. He recently had Protect Young Eyes come to their church. And uh, let's take a, a look real quickly here and see what he has to say about this event. Hey, Calvary, Luke Levine here. It was great to be with you all a few weeks ago. A couple of months back, Pastor Carson and his team reached out to me for some feedback on the organization Protect Young Eyes. And I was happy to share with them what an incredible, inspiring, informative, and eye-opening presentation that they were able to provide here at the Sanctuary Quad Cities. I would strongly urge you to put this event on your calendar there in Indy. I promise you, you're not going to want to miss the presentation that they're going to bring to you. They are an organization that is really on the bleeding edge as it relates to protecting our families families digitally in our ever-changing world of technology. So I strongly encourage you, whether you're a parent, a grandparent, a child, or just someone who cares about the church and what's going on in our families, I strongly encourage you to make this event a priority. You're not going to want to miss it. God bless. Amen. Amen. So put it on your calendar again. I'd like to see the phones light up right now and everybody going to your calendar app and putting it in there. Be at Calvary Tabernacle, October 15th, 2023. Make sure you plan on being here. Uh, and finally here, before I hand it back over to Pastor Carson, um, we've added a new resource page on the Calvary Tabernacle website. Everything that we've talked about tonight, all the statistics that Pastor Carson walked us through, uh, the videos, the uh, app link, the code to the free one-year subscription, um, the, this actual slide deck, all of it is now on the resources page at calvarytabindy.com protect. You can type it into your web browser. You can scan this QR code and um, please take advantage of these resources. This church believes in it. Pastor Carson has put a lot of resource behind this. We've worked hard and we care. We really care about you and your families. We want you to win. We want to guard our eyes so that we can guard our hearts. And parents, it's our responsibility. It's the fight of our lifetimes, but we can do it through the power of the Holy Ghost and through you using the resources that you have at your disposal. God bless you. We love you. Thank Jesus for what he's doing. Amen. Amen. Let's give Brother Hauk a great hand clap. Fantastic. Great data. Thank you. Stand with me. Appreciate Brother Hauk and this team and all the work they've put into this. We're trying to take the excuses out. To some people, this won't re, you know, register or make sense. But for many in this room, 
after the 12 months is up, you'll be able to have protection for your home's devices for less than the average coffee at Starbucks. It's more important. It's more important. It's more important. I haven't been able to um, get away from a particular portion of narrative that I would prefer to preach, but I'm simply going to relay before we pray and leave tonight. There is a man in the Bible who Jesus has told his disciple that they need to go to the other side. And it is this familiar man of Gadara who is possessed. We don't know what he did to open his spirit up, but he was possessed with a legion of demons. How many remember that story? Wave at me if you remember. The Bible says that day and night he was in the tombs cutting himself. He was wailing. He was crying out. And when Jesus showed up, he ran. He had fetters and chains that had been placed upon him, but he had plucked them and torn them asunder. But when Jesus showed up, even though he was in despair, he runs to Christ. He falls at his feet and begins to worship him. And there is engagement between Christ and that legion of demons. Christ heals him. How many believe that this word is true and he, he did in fact heal? And, but here's what we do not have Bible that he did. That he took away the, star, the scars from the cutting. We don't have Bible that from that day forward that man didn't still have all the cut marks and all the scars of history. There are people around this room that it would be uncomfortable, but you could share the scars you carry from your early years and things that you were exposed to. We're trying to keep our generation from enduring unnecessary scars by opening their spirits to things that they should not be partaking of. It's not just a young person problem. We've got the data to show it's middle elders, and everywhere in between. We've done our best to show tonight the why and the how. If you go to that QR code or you go to our website, there's going to be drilled down on everything that was talked about as you heard tonight. But you're going to have questions. If you're that parent or you're that grandparent, you say, I like what was said tonight, but yeah, right. I don't even, I have to give this thing to my kid for them to let me in. It matters. But I don't believe any tool we're giving, anything that we're presenting tonight, can be effective without the help of the Lord. It's just the truth. And we are a, we are a church that believes in spirit and truth. For Christ told her in John 4, there cometh a time and now is when true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth. We've presented the why, we've presented the how. Now let's present ourselves to the Lord and ask for his help. Lord, would you help us? If you're here tonight and you've been battling an addiction, I believe that God can give you freedom and deliverance. Oh, if you've had a reoccurring issue, the snare that's been set for you continues to entrap you. I speak strength and deliverance into your situation. You know the why. 
It's tried to hurt you mentally and emotionally. It's hurt your marriage. There are others in here that you've battled, but you haven't known what to do about it. God, we thank you in advance for what you're going to do in setting some of our lives free from addiction. Thank you in advance for the kids you're going to guard before they ever get a device because their parents and grandparents are going to know how to set the security in the right way. One of our members that's connected, I won't say because we are live, I don't want to say their name online, but one of our members that's connected to our city um, and serves in our city sent me after my portion here earlier sent me a toddler's drag reading time in our city that's upcoming. If we don't act, if we don't act, we're going to miss it. Calvary, this is, uh, this is our mandate. If you've got a Bible, I want you to take that Bible. I want you to hold it. And for many of us, we read the Bible on our phone, and that ought to convict some of us right now, not because you didn't bring a Bible, but because the same thing that we can be guilty of. He said something tonight that I'm so, thank, I'm, I'm so thankful you said this, and it was kind of a, a Passover statement, but you said, you said um, these words, screen time. It might not be illicit content, but it might just be that your screen time is out of control. God, help me love your word. Help me guard my family. Help me guard my kids, my grandkids. I'm trying my best as the pastor of this church to guard these people. Help us to love this word and let this word be applied. Let us do the practical things that are necessary to guard our own eyes, to guard our own hearts, that we might guard the eyes and the hearts of our family. We pray it in Jesus' name. And let everybody say amen.